0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this bonus series of the She Can, She Did podcast and the final instalment for this week's We Can, We Will episodes. Happy Friday, I really hope you're all well, and have all set aside some time to put your feet up this weekend. To say that I was a tad more nervous than usual before this recording would be downplaying it slightly. I have admired the legendary lady that is Kate Halfpenny since the early days of She Can, She Did. Not just because she has impeccable taste in glasses, but because... Quite simply, when I spied her wedding dress designs for the first time a few years ago, and more recently her bridesmaid range called Sisters 2, it was love at first sight. And whilst I haven't been to the Halfpenny London boutique, the 10-year-old Parent Trap fan in me that used to swoon over how truly British Elizabeth James' bridal brand felt in the movie, can't help but draw parallels every time I get a glimpse of Kate's stores online. Given that the wedding industry has been turned on its head in recent days, however, with everything from wedding venues to churches to boutiques being forced to close and weddings being cancelled all over the country, I chatted to Kate on Tuesday afternoon via Zoom to find out what impact the coronavirus has already had on Halfpenny London, not just from a business perspective, but also as a mum of one to her son Sylvester too. Whether you're a business owner, a bride-to-be or a mum yourself, I really hope you find what she has to say as motivating and encouraging as I did. I've noticed a few posts on the Halfpenny London Instagram account so I have a feeling I have a good idea what the answer is going to be here but what impact if you don't mind sharing with us Kate has the coronavirus had already on Halfpenny London and how do you see that evolving over the next few weeks in light of recent announcements from Boris and just general feeling?
1: Um, we were doing okay until yesterday which I, um, I'm i totally in support of i um Boris's announcement to do full lockdown because it's been so alarming for me from being locked up in in Kent and just seeing when I have done food runs for my family how many people are still out there you know I'm putting a mask on and wearing gloves and trying to not you know I could be a carrier myself you don't know so I'm trying to protect people and I'm shocked at the sort of the people that that are not taking care out there and it's alarming but the impact that it had so we prepped we we already announced that we would close last Friday before any of this um, talk of lockdown, because it was our social responsibility to make sure our staff and our brides are safe, we asked any brides that came in last week to collect their dresses or for any fittings or final try-ons to come with only one guest maximum. And you know, we offered the, the the opportunity to go and wash your hands and to to make sure that you feel comfortable. And if they needed to wear a mask or anything, that you know, we would accommodate that. So we were we were taking responsibility back then when this all was outbreaking because. I could see the impact it was having in the rest of Europe and friends in Switzerland. And, and then uh, we prepped for all of my team to work from home. So i would said that we're going to continue to work from home and to let everyone take, take sewing home if they've got an at-home studio. And our production unit in East London was all still functioning up until yesterday because it's a really tiny um, team that could work uh, metres apart and not didn't need to work with each other. So that was all going ahead. However, now it's not seen as as vital uh, life-saving work, which I completely understand. So we are, yeah, currently in um, a a bit of a a freeze with with anything that's being made in that unit really.
0: Yeah, no, I I can imagine. In in terms of how that's played out then in your mind, how how do you feel right now? And I suppose, what are your priorities in light of that?
1: My priority is not let any of my brides down. Um, it's so important for me to, to make sure that they're safe for now and that we guarantee that there's not going to be an issue. The business is fortunately in a position that if we need to sort of go stalemate for the next 12 months, or longer we can and I feel very blessed to be in that situation with with my I've got an epic team of 13 some of those are freelance and we're committing to continuing to work with them and and the 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 salaried staff which has been helped by the chancellor and his epic offerings of 80% of their salaries um so we're just putting a strategy in place to see you know what and how we move forward with all of that but Mm -hmm. um Yeah, my priority is to make sure that my my team are safe, my brides are safe and the brides are resting assured that we will completely hold their hand and support them when their weddings get rescheduled. Because now it's been announced that all uh, gatherings are off for brides. So those Mm. that, that were hoping that they could still get their wedding, even if it'd be a small intimate affair, that's now not happening, which is super sad.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. I think it's it's there's so much focus on, you know, all the different people being affected by this. But you you don't even think about things like weddings. I'm sure you do because of your job, but like there's so much focus on the impact on the NHS, understandably all all of all of the um, the supermarkets, et cetera, et cetera. But it is, it's those it's those things like weddings can't take place. That's that's bonkers, you know. And it's yeah, just yeah.
1: It, when in our life have we've been told we can't leave the house and you're not allowed to get married. I mean, it's just crazy, and I and I keep thinking, when am I going to wake up out of this film? Because it doesn't seem real in this day and age that this is this is happening, but it is. And I just hope that people are. are- enjoying the luxury of time with their family and and i know it can be stressful you know jones and i are like what have you been doing with sylvester now it's your turn to look after him and it's and it is you know it's, it's hard because i'm constantly on working and and i've got sylvester full time at home and it's a nightmare because yeah. i want to be doing things with him and he's like "Mummy, you promised we could bake a cake and i said just as soon as i finish this zoom chat baby i'm just gonna go and do an interview and it's like he doesn't understand what zoom is he doesn't care he doesn't want, he doesn't he, you know he just wants my attention and, and the guilt Please and-
0: apologize to him from yeah. me <laughs> (laughs)
1: yeah it's just it's just anyone that's at home with a child that's trying to do any form of learning I mean fortunately mine's in reception so I'm not having to um, be prepping for GCSEs or doing anything intense that I don't think you know I'm going to need to go back to school myself when it's time for help with him with his homework I'm sure but yeah it's the impact of being at home with a four-year-old and my husband trying to work and I'm trying to work and it's yeah it's bloody hard.
0: Let, let's roll with that really quickly because I did want to pick pick up on that with you. Um, you're the first founder to feature on this series that does have a child at home, and I know so many business owners. Uh, I mean, I take my hat off to you because I don't, I can't appreciate how overwhelming that responsibility must be. What is your advice to any mums listening to this that also have a business to try and
1: save at the moment? I. <sighs> Do you know what? I just don't, I just think it's a suck it and see scenario. I don't think, I mean, I am feeling so guilty every time I sit and, you know, and he's going, look, my, look, my, and, you know, he's trying to show me what he's doing and I'm trying to send an email or, you know, plan the next conference call that we've got or, you know, and the guilt, I mean, it's just a negative energy, isn't it? I suppose I've got to work on getting rid of that. That's my only advice. We shouldn't feel bad. We're trying to provide for our family. And, but it is just, leaving the phone and going and having breaks with them and, and dedicated time with them which is kind of hard when you've got 10 people that have just scheduled in another call with you to talk about something else that's really happening that's quite impactful on the business so yeah yeah just I mean I guess it,
0: there's comfort in the fact that you're not you're not the only one I suppose like there's yeah. you, are you leaning on other people um in the industry like how how supportive is that wedding community?
1: there's a huge supportive wedding community we've set up a private Facebook page for brides past present and future where they can come and talk to me or members of my team and I'm dipping in and out of there and the sales team and the and customer relations teams are all in there chatting with people and and we wanted to set up an open forum where everyone could talk blatantly and honestly I mean we're not there to give advice on what their insurance should be paying out and their venues but it's just more to say you know we're here to support you and there's lots of forums and and other supporters in the industry that are, are here to say you know this is just awful but whatever we can do and you know we bring such joy to people's lives in the bridal industry with what we do and it's just we just want everyone to know that we're going to be here for when this is all over and you know we're we're putting in place all huge discounts for the NHS teams and no rush fees or we're going to kind of work out you know how you know we can reduce the rush you know all of those sorts of charges that you'd normally get for booking in six months in advance because I know a friend of mine's got a wedding in September and they're saying if they don't get to go ahead with that wedding in September it's 2022 before that venue has an availability and it's like oh you cannot be serious so the impact's going to be felt I think when people try and reschedule because you know all of these venues are going to be inundated and and I think you know we're going to have we're going to have kind of lots of chaos ensuing after
0: Yeah, definitely. You obviously mentioned the team are all working from home. If you can't get into the studios, if you can't do all these fittings, what are your priorities for the next few weeks in terms of what, what are you asking your team to do? What are you working on to kind of, I suppose, muddle your way through the next few weeks and months, given that there's no, I think there's so much. So much of this uncertainty comes from the fact that no one has an end date. So, you know, what are you telling your team and how, how are you kind of keeping the communication there open so that there's that dialogue between you where everyone feels kind of safe?
1: I, there is a lot for our team to be doing right now and because we had the opportunity to prep last week in light of the fact that we felt this was going to happen, that they are all very busy screwing away at home. Um, my design team and I are working on the new new collection, which was supposed to launch next October, but everything um, might get pushed and a then little.
0: October 2021?
1: yes oh my god yeah we were supposed to launch um sunday to today was supposed to be the launch of the new collection which we're just prepping to send out digitally and we've created some beautiful films and we've shot all that we shot that months and months and months ago so that's all going out when we feel it's the right time to our buyers so that they can look and get excited at the new collection um and know that when when we're time to go that that they they know they've got some amazing new dresses and amazing new collateral and lots to inspire people when it's time. And so the design team and I are already now working on, yeah, the new, new collection. And um, we've already done October's collection and next March's collection. So we're just finishing next March's off. So there's teams making all of the new samples from home on that so they're just the one-off prototypes there's lots making existing orders that have got at home rooms that that are safe and clean to make in my um chairman and my md are working on 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 kind of strategies for this and how the business is going to look when we've kind of spent all of our investment that would be for kind of marketing and growing the business and you know i'm self-funded i grew the business from a really tiny seed back in 2005 and it's you know it's really it's it, we, we we just got to a place in the business where we were just ready to to really roll out the next one, and we've got three shop spaces now that we've got to continue to pay rent on, and it's 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 frustrating. But there's so many people that aren't even in the fortunate position that we are that they've just grown their business and they're just they're just breaking even, and they're in that place where I was between kind of 2005 and 2012, really. So I just want to see what initiatives there are to help other people and kind of can we take more apprentices on and you know, what can we do when we come out the other end of this? And it's just so sad that so many people have lost their jobs and mm. you know, it's just I can't believe how it's devastating. The lives of so many of my friends that are freelance that, that you know, they're world dropped out in one night you know friends salaries have been slashed down to barely unmanageable lives when they've got an entire family at home to support from the career that they've built it's just it's awful but I know we're resilient in this country and we will get through this. And, and I feel that my British made wonderful brand that I'm so very proud of with my incredible team of 13 will again be at the forefront of British bridal. And, and I feel that this is an opportunity for us to, to show that we have got such a great foundation for the business. and that we care about our brides and, and we aren't just in this to make money. It's a labour of love and and I'm you know, sure.
0: I am um, I was speaking to some marketing experts yesterday and they said the best brands are the ones that in times like this hold the hands of their customer and, and you know walk walk them through it side by side. And I just felt I read reread your post the other day, the announcement from you and I thought, gosh, you know, Kate's doing exactly that. And it's it's it is, it's that kind of you can tell it's heartfelt, you can tell how much passion is in it. And you know, there's and there's no doubt that you're going to be on the other side of this, emerge from this, and and you you know you said about the apprentices, you'll have queues of people lined up. You're the kind of brand that people would do anything to work for. You know, yeah. it's um, yeah. I just think you're handling it so so incredibly well, and it's it's so inspiring to see. How how are you? I know it might it might seem trite, but how are you looking after yourself given the, the the pressure and the uncertainty going on? What is your kind of routine? Or how are you staying focused um, and making sure that you get up and yeah, just embrace the day, I suppose. Do you know what? I've
1: never felt more excited to get up in the morning. Just to be around my family all day is quite wonderful. Sylvester and I have a bike ride every morning around the front garden. Fortunately we've got a path that we can just keep cycling on and um, we race each other. Then he sits on the back of my bike. Um, this morning we, we were doing his maths lesson on the bike and doing minors and subtracting and kind of I was making him count the amount of laps that we'd done and if we took away two laps from this. I mean pretty basic stuff I'm able to do. Uh, and a lady walked past the end of the drive with her dogs and she was like are you homeschooling and I was like we're exercising and doing our maths at the same time as we cycle pastor and it kind of it's it's actually pretty inspiring and wonderful and and the irony is, the brief for my new collection, which is for uh, next October twenty twenty one, is is freedom, and it's about the luxury of time. And we'd already written this brief six months ago when we started working on it. And it, the irony is, now it is everyone has that freedom of time. It's what you do with it. And I, we've already made loads of pots. I bought air dried clay, and I bought a varnish that you can put on it so they're dishwasher proof. So we've made salt pots. We've made justic holders that in that are painted red. <laughs> like, sounds paper. like the dream. <laughs> I've got so many seeds we're going to do planting and gardening and, and I'm scared that I don't want to burn out and that I've done everything in the first week. But, you know, I said to my husband yesterday, we need to do a bonfire to so get rid of all of the, the waste from the old um, brambles that are around the raspberries. We've We've bought this old house and it's got an old allotment that we're renovating and refurbishing all of the pathways and putting vegetable patches in. So we're really all over this so my own mental well-being is having the privilege to spend this much time with my husband and my son I know we're driving each other a little bit mad and we've just got to find that that even keel. it's not all bliss and gorgeous <laughs> it's not you know we are almost yeah just screaming at each other before I came on this call because Sylvester was hiding behind a chair because he wanted to bake a cake with me and James wanted him to help him chop vegetables for lunch but the luxury is having the time with my family and yeah keeping insane by doing loads of fun things and getting your wellies on and being in the garden yeah and
0: definitely. then putting
1: lipstick on to do a, a, a zoom chat to make yourself <laughs> feel nice it's ridiculous <laughs>
0: oh I gave up I'm literally like or oh, the forehead's out like it's so <laughs> um Kate when once you're all through this then rounding up what is your advice I know you've done it for mums but any business owner listening to this right now what would you say to them and actually I'll, I'll, I'll say the last one yeah okay
1: I guess it's just stripping back your business and seeing what it is that you can focus on and and work on and can, you know, I I put a post on Instagram the other day about the fact that any entrepreneurs out there are just going to sit rubbing their hands together of having this time in order to really flesh out what they want to do. You know, I... One of my most favourite collections that I designed when I was launching my shop and, and my business around 2014, um, 2015 was when I was pregnant with my son. when And I was doing IVF and I, I spent a lot of time kind of getting the train to visit my sister and, and, and having that open mind and no pressure. And I feel that, you know, you really have clarity in times like this if you can suppress the anxiety and the worry and and. If you know that, you know, I feel fortunate now that Boris has announced that the team will be paid up to 80%. You know, should we not be able to carry on working like this from home, which there might be an opportunity to, to for some people to still be doing stuff. But yeah, I think my advice is, yeah, just strip it all back and work out what it is that makes you happy and what you really want to do. And, and is this an opportunity to create something new and, and reinvent yourself and make your life happier? I think there's going to be some real decisions made after this crisis.
0: I really think I love that. Firstly, I I I really feel like this, um, as cheesy as it sounds, is going to only reinforce how important human interaction is. Because you know, there's there's so many communities online which are amazing but i love hosting events because you i meet people in person and i normally record all of these interviews in person i hate doing them over zoom um it's so much better in real life isn't it you can bounce off each other and i think that like my best friend's due to get married in august and we had her um it was first ever time i've been to a bridal studio and like that feeling in a a, like a studio like yours is it you cannot replace that can you and i think it's only going to people will treasure those moments so yeah. much more when they're out the other side 100% um, so. uh, we
1: we're, we're offering kind of little Skype chats with the team so they can sit and talk about their wedding and get excited so that when the time comes for them to come in and meet with us then they've got a relationship already with the team and they can talk about body types and you know they can talk about what what their dreams are and we can we can guide them through this journey so there is some human interaction although be via a screen but yeah that's the problem with my my job you need to try all these wonderful dresses on to really work out what you wear so it will be important that human interaction when we get it back on on every scale yeah
0: definitely very last question Kate when this is all when we're out the other side how do you plan on treating yourself
1: um do you know what the irony is? This was the year of adventure, and we were going somewhere every single month for this year. We'd we'd already had an amazing trip at, at New Year, and we went away. I was working in LA in in February, in January, and I was supposed to be going skiing with Sylvester next month, next week, for the first time, taking him just to stay with some friends. And and I just feel actually treat for me is to have everyone back to the house and to celebrate and be with my friends and to celebrate my team and how resilient they've been and how they have literally blown my mind and they you know I it, it gets me quite emotional I just feel so proud to be surrounded by such epic people in my business from my chairman down to the the 13 uh incredible women on my team um, yeah so we'll be celebrating with all of them something epic lots of bubbles it. yeah <laughs> <your> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kate thank you so so much I, I genuinely can't thank you enough I know how busy you are and I feel like for Sylvester, Sylvester's sake I'll say let's let's end the call there so. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm going to go make a banana or apple bread apparently yeah. not just banana it needs apple in it
0: thank you so much Kate speak soon Pleasure. Thank you so, so much for listening to that episode. It genuinely means so much to me and I really, really do appreciate it, especially given how busy everyone is right now. If you found this episode to be useful in some way, shape or form, it would genuinely mean so much to me if you could please rate, review and subscribe to the She Can, She Did podcast and share these episodes with any of your fellow friends in business or just in friends in general, to be honest, to give this series a little boost. Between you and me, rumour has it those numbers help when talking to potential sponsors answers and don't know about you but i could really use one of those right now (laughs) if you are new to the she can she did podcast and fancy listening to some motivational stories from some pretty incredible female founders to get you through the next few weeks too please feel free to rummage through series one and two of the podcast as well there's some pretty amazing women and stories hiding in there have a great day girls keep going and please do tune in tomorrow